Thank you for downloading the Grove City Vineyard Sermon Podcast. Enjoy today's message. You know, there are some things, if I started saying them, you could finish it. Like if I said, O-H. See? That's called pandering is what that is, actually. But if I said, break me off a piece of that. There we go. See? There are just some things that once you hear it started, you know you're going to finish it. Also carries over into our faith if I said, for God so loved the world. You sound like murmuring Israelites right now, but I think you got it right. We also know that, you know, there's a very pivotal verse for us that Romans 5, 8 that says, for a while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. There are other verses, if I start them, you can finish them, I'm sure, that if I said, uh, if I said uh, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples, if you love one another, if you love one another. They're just ingrained in us, aren't they? It's part of it. There's one that uh, I caught on to very early as a young believer, and it was, uh, we will enter his gates with thanksgiving in our hearts and enter his courts with praise. Yeah. That's where we're going this morning. That's in Psalm 100, if you'd like to turn there in your Bibles. Psalm 100. This is a pilgrim's psalm. It's a psalm of pilgrimage, meaning that as Israelites would make their way to Jerusalem and enter into the gates of Jerusalem and then the courts of the temple, that they would sing this song together or sing this song alone. And uh, Psalm 100 says, Shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Amen, church? That's just a good word. That's a good word, and it's the word for today. I'm so excited to say we're in this mini-series of asking a few questions. Last week, we, we started with the question, well, what have we lost? You know, as we've been struck with this great change in society and great change in our lives, we just took some time to consider what we feel as though we have lost, because we have lost certain realities in our lives, at least for the time being. And I encouraged you last week just to, just to freely mourn that loss and to just freely lay that before the Lord and allow yourself to grieve. And we had that word of the altar in front of each set of chairs, and I thought that was just a magnificent time in the Lord. Did you not? That was just a, a really healing, cathartic kind of time where the Lord is just inviting us to come and say, you know, just mourn what you've lost. Just lay that out. Get that out out there, which is the first step in the blessing, because Jesus said, blessed are those who mourn. And I really feel like he met us here and and brought a blessing in so many, many ways. Well, today we're going to move on to the second question, which is substantially more positive, and that's, well, what are we thankful for? What are we thankful for? That in the midst of all that we're going through and all we've been through, all that we're in, Where is our thanks? Because we haven't lost everything, have we? There are certain very very vital realities of our lives that are as alive and well, and in some ways maybe even more so than ever, 
And for those things, we're thankful. Amen? And then there are some things, perhaps, you've noticed that have emerged through this time of challenge. And you say, wow, I'm thankful. I'm, I'm, I'm not thankful for the pandemic, but I'm thankful in the midst of it because of this thing that has emerged. And so today, we're all about thanksgiving. We're all about giving thanks. And that's the next step in moving forward because, beloved, it's time to move forward, isn't it? And so we start with the morning, and now we move to giving thanks. Giving thanks for that which we still have, or again, giving thanks for the things which may have emerged throughout, uh, throughout this time. In just a moment, we're going we're gonna to conduct an experiment here, and we're going to give, actually, you the opportunity to share what you may be thankful for. Pastor Christian is going to... Uh, oversee an open mic up here, and uh, I'm going to give you the opportunity in just a moment to come on up, and you need, you need to be brief, but, but to give some brief word of thanksgiving, I'm thankful for. I want to fill this room with thanksgiving today. Now, here's the really good news about coming up and sharing, is you get to pull your mask down for a second, okay? <laughs> you qualify then as an officiant according to the rules, and so you may pull your mask down momentarily. But I'd also like to conduct this grand experiment where we go outside of this room to our brothers and sisters who are in the parking lot, to our brothers and sisters who are joining us by Facebook. And so we put this random number up here, phone number up here. I, I'd like, I probably shouldn't tell you that it's Christian's cell phone number, but it is. And so we're broadcasting that to the world today. You know, Rank has its privileges, right? So he, uh, he, he's, going to, he's actually going to be receiving texts from the parking lot, from our friends on Facebook, anybody who would like to join in and, and just send in a brief word of thanks. He's going to be our, your representative here. And I'd like for you to please begin your text by saying, this is, tell us who you are and where you are, and this is what we're thankful for. See, I know that Gary and LaRue Basinger are in the parking lot right now. Yeah. And I'm expecting that Christian will get a text that says, Hi, this is Gary and LaRue, and we're in the parking lot, and we're thankful for. Not to put any pressure on you guys. But I'm expecting some people from Facebook to say, Hey, this is so-and-so, and we're from Grove City or Columbus or Bangalore, India, or whatever they might be dialing in and saying, And this is what we're thankful for today. And I would just like to conduct this experiment because this is the next step in moving forward. Because, come on, it's just too easy to focus for too long on what's wrong, right? It's just too easy to wallow in that. And there's such a temptation. And uh, we've actually gained some good things. So that cell phone number, if you cannot see it on Facebook, I'm assuming it will show up, is, and I'm sure you can't see it in the parking lot, is 419-544-3275. Let me repeat that for the world. That is Pastor Christian's cell phone, 419. Yeah, he's from the north originally. That's why he's 419, but not all the way north. 419-544-3275. 
please begin your text by saying, this is so-and-so from wherever. Now it's your turn. Christian, would you come? Now it's your turn. I'm truly thankful for so many things, not the least of which is this, is just seeing one-third of your faces every Sunday. I mean, not just one-third of the congregation, but one-third of the faces of those of you who are here. I am truly, truly thankful for you who have determined for yourself that this is a safe place to come. And I'm thankful for that. Who would like to come and share a brief word of thanksgiving? Yeah, come on up and you can start making a line up here. There are two or three people who are coming. Great. Why don't you make a line behind Christian here and... and uh, it's all yours, Christian. Hi, I'm Tom Anderson. Uh, I'm really thankful for the daily devotions these guys have put out every day. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's really been uplifting for me. Um, one in particular, which Christian did back on May 4th, this has really stuck with me. And when he talked about, uh, he, he said a quote by Dallas Willard, Willard that was uh, ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life and I've tried this has given me that opportunity to try to do that this these last few months and I took a three-hour nap yesterday and didn't feel guilty about it. All right. (laughs) Thank you. and says, hi, this is Kathy McNeil. I'm at home watching on Facebook. I am thankful for the truth that this world is not our home. Thank you, Lord, for preparing an amazing place for us. Amen. Amen. Hi, I'm Bruce. Um, Some of you know us from leading small group here. Um, But uh, just before this pandemic hit, I quit my high salary job. Um, because I felt God was calling me to. And um, it's been an interesting journey. I don't really fully understand where God's leading me. Um, But God has provided, and we're thankful for that. And I'm so thankful that um, we don't have to experience some of the struggles that two working parents with kids have had to experience in this pandemic with uh, trying to figure out childcare and how to work and how to bring in the bills. Um, I've been able to stay at home um, and be that. And we've reached a point where we're expecting our third kid now. What? And, uh, what? Come on! This is how I find out about this? Man! And we, we knew that if we ever got to that point of a third kid, one of us would have to stay home. And so I've, we've just been prepared for that. God's prepared for us for this, and we're thankful for that. And just so you know, they almost had their first kid in our living room, as I recall, okay? Man. Well, the phone lines are blowing up, so I'm going to try to read uh, a (laughs) few of these. I should probably edit them in my head before. Yeah. Yeah, make sure. Okay, here we go. This is Wade Beachy from Orient, Ohio, and I am very thankful for my (laughs) wife, Courtney, and daughter, Emerson. Amen. That's awesome. All right. This is Lynn and Damon from Facebook. We are thankful that 
through all of this, the Lord has kept us and our family members healthy, and, the me- and we have been given the means to keep sustaining ourselves. Praise the Lord. All right. Okay. This is Patricia Nelson, and I am thankful for what God is doing in my family, bringing salvation to them, and how he has shown his love for us in so many ways it's uncountable. I am thankful for the church. Amen. Let me read one more here. This is Mary Stewart. I am thankful for no new stroke being found in Danny. Thankful for prayer warriors of the Grove City Vineyard. Amen. Amen. I'm Carol Saylor, and I'm fortunate enough to be a home group leader. And I have a wonderful home group for which I'm very grateful. I also have a great church family who's been just wonderful. And God has supplied us, all of us, with a wonderful, faithful, prayerful leadership for which I am very grateful because there are so many churches that do not have that. Right, a few more. This is Chase and Leslie from Grove City. We are thankful <laughs> for a church family who has loved us and supported us through the birth of our son, Monty. Amen. Yes, bless you guys. All right. This is Sherilyn Corlett from Facebook. I am thankful for renewed friendships, and I'm thankful for this time with my children. Hey, Sherilyn. This is Joe from Vineyard. I am thankful for my fellow Christians and my salvation. Hallelujah. This is Gary and LaRue. Hey, hey. Gary and LaRue. All right. No pressure. We are thankful for the pastors and staff. You are all incredible. Oh, perfect. Thanks, Gary and LaRue. Thanks. <laughs> I paid them to say that, actually. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even on there. I pretty much um, just mimic Carol. I'm just so grateful for my church family here. You really are my family, and I am so grateful for my family. <laughs> Friday morning one. It just feeds me in a way that nothing else does. Amen. It's hard to keep track of all these. Okay, let me. Wow. Yes. Hey, this is Sarita Clayton. I am thankful for God's grace and his mercies are new every day. Amen. 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 Betty Delk, I am thankful for my. For my no new hip. I don't know if that's a typo or... I think she's saying I'm thankful for my new hip. There we yeah. Go. Sorry, Betty. This is Betty, and I'm thankful I still have a job. I'm thankful for the peace during this time. Praise this is Drew from Orient, Ohio. I'm thankful for how much Christ loves us, his fam- and I'm thankful for our family and friends. This is Randy and Christine. We're at home watching on Facebook. <laughs> we are thankful that as life has slowed because of the virus, it gives us the chance to spend more time with our adult kids. Yeah. Guess what? They're actually pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is Luke from Columbus and Facebook. I am thankful for another day from God and my family. One more. This is Rich Helm. From Grove City, I'm thankful for the adaptability of children. In many ways, they are handling this pandemic better than many adults (laughs) and can be our role models. Amen. Hey, Rich Rich and Sheena. (laughs) 
I'm Tim, and uh, like Tom has said many times, I'm a very personal person. It wrecks my heart not to shake hands and hug. But I am just so thankful just to see my brothers and sisters in yeah. person, to see all of you yeah. in person. And it just heals my heart every, every weekend. Praise the Lord. My name is April, and um, one of the things I'm very grateful for, especially during the pandemic, is one, my kids, um, as crazy as they can be sometimes, it's just been awesome to be able to spend extra time with them and, um, you know, just kind of see how they're handling all of this. And again, they are handling it way better than I thought they ever could or would. <laughs> and then the other thing I'm very grateful for is that I have had a job throughout this whole thing that was deemed essential so that um, as being pretty much the sole person right now that's able to work, that I have not had to miss any work at all and I've been able to just support my family right yeah. along and I thank God for that. Yeah, praise the Lord. Okay, we'll take a couple more then Christian can bat clean up, okay? Yes. One more and uh, that's from Chris Strout on Facebook today from Northern Kentucky. <laughs> I am so thankful for God's healing power over my brother-in-law, Don Berger. May his heart be open to the love of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hi, my name is Peggy, and I am so grateful for God and his faithfulness through all of this. Um, he's remained strong. He's a, he's a rock, and I just am grateful. He's so faithful. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. My name is Melody, and I'm grateful um, for the way that the Lord continues to work, even though we're shut down sometimes. Um, I'm grateful that there's been a lot of things that I spend my time on that have been taken away that have given me the opportunity to plug into what he's doing and what he's saying. And I'm grateful for this place because I truly am an orphan and but for here, um, I would not have family. So mm. I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful um, that we serve a God of reconciliation. Amen. 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 Thank you. And then last one for us, this is Wendy from Delaware. First, I'm thankful for God. He has blessed me, my family and friends, and Guy, my son Nick, and the Vineyard Church. Amen. Yeah, that's good. Just give the Lord a thank offering with our hands here, huh? Come on. Come on, church. Come on. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Huh. Oh, Psalm 100, shout for joy to the Lord all the earth, worship the Lord with gladness, come before him with joyful songs, know that the Lord is God, it is he who made us and we are his, we are his people, the sheep of his pasture, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. This was sung as a pilgrim triumphantly entered into Jerusalem. So every Israelite thought, in, once in my lifetime, if I could make the journey from wherever I am to Jerusalem, I mean, ideally it would be at the Passover, but really, at any time, if I could just get there, if I could just see with my eyes this temple. And can you imagine their anticipation as they journeyed through these deserts and journeyed through danger? And just anticipating getting there. And so when they entered the gates, 
Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord. How many of you, like me, have traveled around the world, and when you got back here, you got off that plane and said, Thank you, Lord! Thank you. Thank you. So there was thanksgiving that they had arrived. Enter his gates. The gates of Jerusalem open up. Thank you, Lord. And then upon making their way through the city to the temple and entering into the courts, there were courts around the temple. And depending on if you were a man or a woman, depending on which court, how far you got to go in. But when they entered the courts, they would say, I'm going to praise God now. And they're going to transfer from thank you to praise you. This is the progression. And it It reminds us of that important distinction between thanksgiving and praise, doesn't it? That's such an important distinction. That that thanks really has to do with God's acts. What has God done? God watched over my dangerous journey to Jerusalem, and I enter his gates and I go, thank you. You take a deep breath and you say, thank you for watching over me. Thank you for getting me here. Thank you for carrying me through a time of peril and danger, and thank you. Thank you. And these things we heard were were reflections of God's acts. Thank you, God, for what I've seen you do in my life. Thank you for the things that I can only credit to your merciful hand. Thank you. Thank you. But the distinction between praise and thanksgiving is is thanksgiving relates to God's acts, where praise relates to his character. Praise is extolling, admiring, adoring, worshiping God simply for who he is. He's God. Unfathomable in our minds that there is a God. That there is a God of the universe. Even if he didn't do anything, It is such a praiseworthy thought. I was thinking this week, I was asking myself this question. If I did not have the promise of heaven, would I still praise him? If God never did anything in my life, would I still praise him? If I didn't have the redemption of Jesus Christ and what he did for me on the cross, would I still praise him? Because true praise is adoration of God simply for who he is, completely disconnected for anything he ever does. I'm glad I don't have to really know the answer to that question. I love to praise God. I love to praise God. But I got here to this loving to praise God on the path of thanksgiving on the path of the things that he's done for me. Because it's been kind of a a net that he kept drawing closer, closer, closer to himself by his acts, by salvation, drawn to praise. And this also reminds us of the natural progression from thanksgiving to praise. And so if we look at this, that that we enter the gates and we go to the courts, that's a transition. 
We go from the gates to the courts, and at the gates there's thanksgiving, and in the courts there's praise. And I think this really symbolizes that, that transition that occurs in our lives. We start with thanksgiving for anything that we credit to the merciful hand of God. We always have our, 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 our salvation to be thankful for, amen? No one can take that away. None of our lives have worked out exactly as we would have mapped them, eh? We've had disappointments. We've had losses along the way. But we have also seen God's hand in beneficial, merciful ways in the process, true? And it's for those things in the process that we can give thanks. And, and the, the more thankful we are, the more expressively thankful we are, the more we'll be drawn on this process into his courts. It's a trick. It's a trick. Because God wants to get you thanking him so that he can just draw you in so that you'll praise him. That's a good thing. That's a good thing for you to get drawn in to that place of praise. So I just want you to think about that. As we, there's, a, there's a movement I believe God's calling from his church right now. And the movement is into his courts. Things are going to look different on the other side. That's what we're going to talk about next week. Next week, we're going to start talking about the hope of the future. What can you see in the future? What can you pray for in the future? What can you see? Right now, we're just called to thank him and to be drawn into his courts for praise. In the Old Testament, there's a, in the book of Leviticus in particular, there's a, as it describes all these what, what seem like detailed, almost, almost, almost kind of strenuous offering system and sacrifice system, there, there are places that it talks about something that are called fellowship offerings or peace offerings. And the cool thing about fellowship slash peace offerings is they were, I think, the most reflective of the New Testament believer of any, almost any of the offerings in the Old Testament because it was between the believer and God. In a, in a very significant way. That the, the fellowship offerings were to reestablish fellowship between the person and God. The peace offerings. To reestablish that connection, even in the Old Testament. There were three different fellowship offerings, and one of them was a thank offering. It was called a thank offering. And you, you did a certain thing, there was a certain prescription for what you would bring just to say thank you. And in saying thanks, it reconnected the person with God. No matter how difficult their life was, they could find a way to say, thank you. And before Christ, there was this, there was this prescription for these things that you would bring and that you, by your own initiation, the cool thing about the thank offering was it wasn't, it wasn't a scripted time, it wasn't a festival, a season that now you do this as in the Passover. It was when you're motivated... When you feel like it's time for you to bring a thank offering to the Lord, that's what you do. Who here wants to bring a thank offering to the Lord? Right? We just dial in on what we're thankful for and say, I just want to offer a thank offering. Now here's the cool thing. We're not passing the baskets for this. That's not what it is at all. It's between you and God. But there were four elements that were, off, that were 
prescribed to be brought in the thank offering, and two of them are such profound significance. Two of them were, they were unleavened bread sprinkled with the blood of the sacrificial lamb. Hello. It doesn't take a rocket surgeon to figure that out, does it? Come on. Unleavened bread sprinkled with the blood of the sacrificial lamb. That was part of the thank offering that reconnected the individual with God. Wow. Is that a picture of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ or what? So your thank offering is in your little cup. Your thank offering is in the bread and the blood of Jesus in your little celebration cup. These things are so new to us, I know, and for those of you who haven't been with us on one of these, there's a little thin layer on the top that you peel off first. I should probably have someone pre-peel these for me. Karen, I got it, thanks. And then there's a wafer. And in the thank offering, it's even prescribed to be an unleavened wafer. <laughs> this is the thank offering, the body and blood of Jesus. You see, in the reality, Jesus did all the sacrificing for us, and he did all the offering for us. And so as we celebrate communion today, I really want to encourage you to bring it as a thank offering, to come and say, I want to bring the unleavened bread, and I want it to be mixed with the blood of the lamb as a thank offering. Now, in the Old Testament, this was consumed by the priest. But guess what? We don't need a priest anymore. Jesus is our priest. And so he said, as often as you eat and drink of this, do this in remembrance of me. Here's what I would love for us to do. Just a moment, Josh is going to lead us in a worship song. I'd just like for you to just dwell in it for a moment. Maybe just listen to it for a while. And just be thankful to God. Just identify anything. Be thankful for, to God. And then at the time that you're ready, you and God, I'm not coming back. At the time that you're ready, through the course of this song, you take the bread, you take the cup in your own private moment with God. Would you pray with me, Lord, in heaven? We rejoice. We rejoice in all that you've done for us. That you are not just an amazing distant God, but you are an amazing, ever-present, ever-active God. And we thank you for all your merciful works among us, Lord, in so many ways. And we bow before you now in the mighty name of Jesus to give you thanks. And we thank you, above all, for the broken body and the shed blood of Jesus Christ on the cross. It's by this cross that we come, and it's in his name and his name alone that we come. And so we invite your spirit, Lord, to come and to draw us into moments of profound thank offering now and draw us into expression of great praise to you. In Jesus' name, amen.
praise you. We praise you. Hallelujah. Beloved, it's been good to be in the Lord's house with you today and sense his presence. Just dwell in just for a second. Glad to have my dear friend on win here from California today. Such a surprise. Brother, would you come up and close us in prayer? If you come up to this microphone, could you turn that mic on for him? On win. It's a dear friend I haven't seen for a few years, and such a surprise to see him today. Hallelujah. We praise your name. We praise you, name. We praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give thanksgiving to you this morning. Yes. We ask you come. Get inside, deep in our hearts. Let us know how much you love us. Yes, Lord. You die on the cross because my sin, because all of us, the whole world, because you love us. We thank you, Lord. We ask you come and anointing on all of us this morning. And we will go out today. We'll be fulfilled with the Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Doesn't matter how storm, stormy surround us today. The pandemic, the economy, the politician, everything. But you are in control. Amen. You are in all everything. And we need to bow before you. You will lift up us. Give us the humble heart. We praise you, Lord. We ask you continue to pour out your power on, on all of us. Yes, Lord. We do need you, Jesus. We do need you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Without you, we are we are nothing. But because of you, we are everything. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We give thanks to you Hallelujah. once again. Hallelujah. We ask you come, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Continue to be with us during this difficult time, the darkness time, but you are the light of the world. Thank you, Lord. You are the light of the world. And we got hope in you no matter what going on on this earth, on this world to, today. And we got hope in you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Refresh us with your anointing, Holy Spirit. Yes. Refreshing us with your oil. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. You are so good. You are so faithful. And you are so wonderful to us. We thank you. We bow before. We thank you all. And we praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Church, worship the Lord. Thank you, Pastor Anwin. Leads of Vietnamese Church in California. I'm about to dismiss you and is becoming a customary way for us I'll read Psalm 91 over you as you leave and I'd like to encourage you to be careful to keep that distance also as you leave and sorry we can't congregate in the building just yet but that day's coming and uh, if you would like to receive prayer for anything at all we have people who'd love to pray with you so as others leave just remain seated where you are and someone will come to you if you're in a place where you just want to ask Jesus Christ into your life as Savior and Lord of your life. Just, just sit back down and someone will come to you in very short order. God bless you guys. You are dismissed.
He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with His feathers and under His wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you make the Most High your dwelling, even the Lord, who is my refuge, then no harm will befall you. No disaster will come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. The Lord just fulfill his word over this church today in Jesus' name. Amen.